feeling really smug. Why? Because it's something I've wanted to do in my life, my whole adult life, and I've I've done it, Gem. I'm making the call. I've done it. What? I have banished the junk drawer. I can see where this has come from. This is because you saw my junk bowls. Yes, I saw your junk bowls in the main part of the living space, okay. calling all the attention. All right, all right, smug mum. No, no, for someone who is aesthetically driven like you and everything is all neat and lovely and curated, two junk bowls on the dining table and one on the kitchen bench, not okay. Anyway, you do you, whatever. I have banished the junk drawer. How did you do it? Talk us through. I literally pulled it out off the hinges, slides, whatever those things are called, runners, upended it into a garbage bag, threw it out. What? Upended it into a motherfucking garbage bag. You didn't go through it? Nah, because I was like this. If that has sat there for two years and never once have I gone ferreting through the old batteries, old Kinder Surprise toys, random Allen keys. Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Engagement ring. Okay, not engagement <laughs> ring. I would never put my engagement ring in a junk drawer. But literal junk. Random marble, someone's Bakugan, a fucking hair elastics galore. Galore. Literal balls of hair, probably. Gross! It's all disgusting. So I upended it into a bag, but didn't even look. Sealed the bag up threw it out, cleaned the drawer. Oh, how cleansing. And gave it a new purpose. And I have made a rule. If it needs to go in the junk drawer, it needs to go in the junk. <gasps> no, in the bin. Sure. Same thing, but it doesn't have the same ring to it. I was trying oh, to do a little oh, copy oh, there. Okay. If it needs to go in the junk drawer, it needs to go in the junk. We're not having it. We're not keeping it. It's called the junk drawer for a reason. I don't want any drawers that don't open properly because they're full of weird unsharpened pencils. Does your mind feel more decluttered? I feel amazing, Jim. I'm I jealous. feel amazing. I feel smug. Yeah. Should I write a Book? Yeah. Self-help yeah. book. Self-help book. Dejunk the junk drawer in your life. <laughs> Dejunk your life. <laughs> Congratulations. I think you should join me. Pour those bowls of crap into a bag and chuck them away. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Do, Do you know what annoys me most about our junk bowls? Tell me. Is it's full of random COVID masks. Oh. You know? And you're like, how many times has that one been used? Does it mm. need to go into the wash? And then there's like disposable ones. And I'm like, does that need to go in the bin? Yeah. And you want to wear them as many times as you can so they're not wasteful. Exactly. And it's a bit funky. Yeah. And there's nothing aesthetically pleasing about those disposable masks. No, <laughs> yeah where do you keep your masks on my wrist in your house did you have a spot for it no junk junk bowl yeah see mine live in the key drawer like the key hold up the key tray hold up what is the key tray you don't have a key tray no like when you enter your house where do you chuck your keys in the junk bowl well, that's just silly the junk bowl houses sunglasses keys tape measures tape measures <laughs> yep Hand sanitizer, miniature bottles of sample size sunscreen. Yep, sure. Fucking random shit. You need a key tray at your entrance. All right. Like a real adult. I like it. Yeah, or hooks, I guess. Hooks mm. at the front door. Hooks, bit much. Bit much? Yeah. Too, com too much commitment required there. You know, you can't just chuck a key on a hook. You've yeah, got to place it. Don't you love knowing when something has a place? Yes. I love a home for everything. Yeah. And then you're like, where are my fucking keys? On the hook. Yes. Like but I'm be. married to fucking pack away Pete. Yeah. Where does he pack it away? Fucking not anywhere that makes sense. So if you had a hook for your keys at the front door... That would make sense. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I feel I, your resistance. Is it too much? It's too December-y for you. Yeah. Look, I am on a train mm -hmm. of spring cleaning. Hey, we need to get to the intro and get to the... All right, and then we'll come back to spring yeah, cleaning. Yeah, okay. yeah, All right. A one, a two. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't 
don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma, Gemma Christmas. <laughs> Gemma Christmas. Do I have that tone about me? You do. No, let me do a Mrs. Claus version. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma, Gemma Christmas. Christmas. Along with my co-host, Revs, the Grinch, (laughs) Scrooge McDuck. That's me. That's me, motherfuckers. Get used to it till January rolls around. All right. I've just decided to lean into the cranky and end this year on a bang. You know what? This year can get in the bin for you. Get in the bin. And for me, actually. Chuck it away. Bring on 2022, baby. I am someone who really... I know we all do. I know it's like a cultural thing. But I really, more than anyone, I need that stopgap of the end of the year, that reset. I need the break. Do you get a break from work? Yeah, I do get a really significant one, which is nice. How far off are you from that? Still two and a half weeks. Oof, okay. Yeah, it's okay. We can do it. We can get there. Drag that ass over to the We're finish line. We're all crawling to the finish line collectively after this bullshit year, aren't we? Yep. But I really love that stopgap. Every year, the reset, the chill time with my kitties, see family and friends, really eat a lot of potato salad. A lot of carbs. A lot of turkey sandwiches. Best. A lot of cold Lambo Sambos, you know? <laughs> and then get ready for the new year. Like, I really... It's a big ritual of mine. I do it every year. It's important. Can I just say, yeah, that reset mm. has snuck up on me early. Oh, you're yeah. already resetting. It's weird. I don't, okay. It's a preset reset. It is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and I'm here for it. And it just happened to me. Oh. Like it wasn't like I cognitively went, I need to get ready to do a reset. You were buying a fridge magnet calendar in like November, which was shocked me. Yes. Which was an impulse buy. Okay. This is what I mean. So You pregnant? No. You nesting? No. <laughs> Revs, get another fucking baby in you. Because there's not one growing in me. What I've learned about myself is when I talk about doing something, mm-hmm. I tend to get a high mm-hmm. on the idea of talking about mm-hmm. something like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And this is one of my weird, like, personal business lessons. If you come up with an, a great business idea, for example, yep. I have this rule whereby you have to earn the right to talk about your idea. And to earn the right is by taking the steps to getting it done, to getting it to launch. So right? you don't just live off the fumes of the idea. Correct. Yep. Because when someone has a great idea, mm. they get endorphins yep. just from talking about it. But that's lip servicing. That's yep. not productive. That's like people who are like, I have a dream. And it's like, cool, but can you do it? So your best business and most successful business is your family home. So (laughs) what have you been actioning? Well, this is what I mean. Like I've just been doing, as you said, just actioning, not overthinking it, not declaring it to anyone. You know, it's not like those Fitzbo people who are like, I'm going to do a 30 day blah, blah, Pilates, whatever challenge. declaring it to anyone except 60,000 podcast listeners today. No, 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 no. (laughs) But I'm declaring it after the fact. Yes, okay. Because shit's happening. Great. Cogs have been turning. Great. So for one, yeah, just randomly started to do Pilates. Oh. Didn't make it a thing. There was no mental or emotional, on this day, I'm going to start Pilates. I literally, one night after work, went, I'm going to do a Pilates class. Signed in. Didn't overthink it. For the next day, went. Have committed to two classes a week ever since. Oh. It's been three weeks. 
interesting. Now that I've made a thing of it, yeah. I'm probably going to fall off the bandwagon. It's all good. Because I've talked about it. I'm jinxing it. But anyway. Then I'm spiraling. I am stay in the good space. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have we roll reverse? Yeah, You're like know. not Christmas Grinch anymore. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Claus, welcome. Hello. Back. Oh, Scottish Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire is here, everybody. Oh, you're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the fridge magnet planner, which yeah. is going really well as well. But the new thing, and I realise it is the first time in eleven months that I've had capacity for this. Mm. I'm organizing my house. Yeah. And I didn't plan for it. Okay. I didn't go, when we get to December, I'm going to spring clean. Yep. I just arrived here. Mm-hmm. My workload has become significantly more manageable. Amazing. And I've just been fucking booking this in and booking that. House washing? Can we talk about house I washing? I mean, the internet broke yesterday when you had your house washed. Seriously? <laughs> I realize... That people who follow me on the gram are my people. Yes. Because they thought it was like porn. Yeah. They were frothing and fizzing all over the place, sliding off their chairs over the before and afters of a dirty house versus a clean house. I feel like I'm such a fucking adult. I could not feel more 35, let me tell ya. Yes. And now I've got someone spring cleaning. And a spring clean is different to a regular clean. Is it? Spring cleaning is like washing the walls, getting in all the crevices, moving the furniture. Fuck yeah. It's so dirty. Talk dirty to me. (laughs) Just dusting out the back. You know, they're finding shit under the bed, behind the play kitchen. You know. Behind the play kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Like puzzle pieces. And I'm like, fucking that's where that's been. It's a complete set again. Yeah. Froth city. Yeah. None of this was planned. Like I said. It's just happened. On a whim. I'm on this hamster wheel. I'm not getting off it. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm doing a light jog. It's cruisy. (laughs) I love December. You realize you're like, my workload chilled right down. So we took on a giant project. No, no, outsourced. (laughs) Everything's outsourced. Yes, fair enough. I throw money at the problem. I'm like, you know, I've worked my fucking tits off this year. I am paying to get my house washed. And it looks beautiful. Thank you. She's a real sparkler now. Can I just say... Oh, sorry. What happened there? You just kicked me. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I I didn't kick you. I literally extended my leg and your leg was in the way. Look, it feels personal. (laughs) Hubs and I legit thought we would need to repaint our house. Yeah. We were like, we've lived here for two years. This shit's bad. Yeah. It's grind. It's dirt. It needs a fresh paint. Like it's, it's bad. Next minute, house washing, y'all. Guys, before you consider house washing, yo, <laughs> trying to make it cool when it's like the opposite of cool. No, but I gotta say, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not one of Jem's hardcore followers. Like, I am because I'm like your best friend. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, so- so- I'm sorry. No, what? You- <laughs> I would say that I am your most dedicated follower. No, I don't sorry. miss a fucking Let- story. All right. I don't okay. miss a like on a post. Sipper down. What? Let me rephrase. I'm not your people, as in I'm not into clean things that are all in the color palette, blah, blah, blah. But, and I was looking at your before and after of your clean house. I was like, cool. But then when I turned up today, yeah. I was like, oh no, I fucking get it. The like concrete is clean in your carport. Yes. Like that's fun. That's froth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. Thank Feels you. good. Feels um, adult. Look at you. What a privilege. You get to see the house IRL. It's like uh, when I watch it on the internet, I'm like, cool. 
I come to Jem's house IRL and I'm like, mm, they're missing out. It's really amazing. What is our podcast right <laughs> now? This is why they can't find a category for us. Because we're like, how good's a clean house? I hate my kids. <laughs> Fuck Christmas. Okay. I know it's a bit part of the history books, mm-hmm. but I think we should update our DLs on what happened at the podcast awards. Oh, yeah. I know we mentioned it on Instagram, but let's let's give it a sense of permanency yeah. on the pod. Let's do it. Well, guys, we did not win. We did not win our category DLs. And Revs and I knew straight away because every presenter reads out a bit of feedback from the judges. When it was our category, they said, the judges thought this podcast deserved to win because of the production values of the soundscape mixed in with the storytelling. And we're like, and, and I us. were like, yeah, that ain't us. We have a sock on one single mic in a cupboard. Yeah. We don't have production values. Yeah. We did not win. But DLs, you fucking almost did it. Because out of 150 podcasts, this little potty was in the top 10 of listener's choice. Yes. With some huge podcasts. Seriously huge potties. So we want to say Thank, Thank you, you so much for showing up and voting for us. We may not have the trophy, but you have won our hearts. <laughs> Beautifully put. <laughs> Beautifully put. We're really grateful. Like, seriously. No, like, we're really fucking stoked, guys. Honestly, Revs and I were like, we don't have a chance in hell. And we're like, they announced us. They announced the top 10 podcast. Our little potty art was up on the big screen. We were super proud. So thank you. Thanks, guys. You're legends. We're stoked. It was like Christmas for us. It was. Revs. Yeah. Fun story. Okay. Today yeah. is our podcast birthday eve. It's <gasps> complicated. Why is, is that, that complicated? Sorry. Yay! Birthday eve? Yep. Is that a thing? How's that complicated? Okay, Think about right. it. <laughs> I stepped out. What, what does it mean? The night before our birthday. Correct. Yay! Oh my God, it's our birthday. Yes, our podcast turns one tomorrow. Happy B-Day, babe. Happy B-Day. Aw, our little potty that could. Should we get it a smash cake? Yeah! Take a photo of it in a high chair? Great idea. Crying? Yep. Original. (laughs) (laughs) No baby's ever done it before. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? I feel a lot of you out there are going to relate. Teacher and carer gifts at this time of year. Talk to me. I need to say first, possibly the people in my life who deserve a gift the most. They look after my kids every single day. They educate them, teach them, care for them, love them, all those things. So obviously I want to get those special people in my kids' lives a thank you at this time of year because it's what you do, right? And to any of our DLs who are in fact teachers or carers, We see you, we appreciate you. And you deserve the world. However, fuck, there's so many of them. Particularly daycare. School's quite straightforward. We, as a class, do a big, this year, Isla's class is doing like a big hamper and everyone's got something to put in it. You know what, I think that is a good idea. Well, there's new rules. I won't get into it, but New South Wales has new rules about gifting. No, I want to know this. Oh, I, don't I, don't know, know. I don't know what the new ones is. But basically, I don't think any family is allowed to give gifts over $50 in the year. Why? Well, I think it's just like favoritism or like a little bit of... Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so as a family, you have to cap it at 50 bucks for the year. So we haven't done any really gifting to our teacher, Miss O'Connor, this year because we've been homeschooling for half of it. But also there hasn't really been any occasions except for World Teacher Day where we all took in flowers. But as a class, the class mum has organized and divvied up like different things for everyone to get. My job was a candle to the value of $50. And then we all pulled that together. So she's getting this like epic 
gorgeous hamper. Such a good idea. So that's quite straightforward. And then we had like a digital card that everyone signed online. Very good. However, let's talk daycare. Okay. There's the owner of the center who I see every morning. There's the room teacher. Then there's the Wednesday teacher. Then there's the Monday teacher. Then there's the girl who I think is part of Teddy's life because she's always floating around, but I don't know if she's his teacher. You know, there's so many people at daycare. Like, I reckon I need six gifts when I turn up to daycare on the last day. And what six gifts would you consider? What do you do? And then, like, is there a hierarchy? Like, obviously, there's someone, Miss Louise, who he's like his teacher. But then there's another teacher who's actually not even his teacher who's been really supportive to me this year because she's a single mum and blah, 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 Okay, blah. stop. You're overthinking this. So what do I do? Just get like six candles? No. That no. would cost you a fortune, Revs. I know. This is the thing. I could easily splash like a grand and on And you know daycare. what? Not everyone's a candle person. No, In I the know. same way that not everyone likes flowers. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> who doesn't like flowers? Uh, I genuinely know people who don't like receiving flowers. Yeah, right. right. They don't like the admin. Yeah. Yeah. Of it's their job to put it in a vase Fair and call. add water and yeah. then it dies and then it's their job to dispose of it. Like ge- genuinely, <laughs> there are people who don't like flowers. Yeah, right, Those right. people are cunts. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I'm just trying to drop the C-bomb every now and then. Just <laughs> I for love fun. it. I love where you are now. You used to be like, Revs, the advertisers, children. <laughs> now you're like, C-bomb, C-bomb. <laughs> no, I'm not like C-bomb, C-bomb, but I'm like, I'll just chuck a bomb in and see how peeps feel about it. We, look, with our gen, we're never going to get fully comfortable with the c word let's be honest i'm comfy okay we digress back on track (laughs) some people don't like flowers yes what would you want if you were a teacher okay or a carer not a lot of random bits of crap yeah 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 do you know what i would love what do you know what i do have time for (laughs) i would have time I feel like there's going to be a lot of carers and teachers who are like, you're not one of us. Yeah. Stop speaking on our behalf. What I think would be awesome and is something that I'm considering doing for my kids' daycare is buying a tray of mangoes. Yeah. And Or maybe a big bag of cherries yep. and then dropping them off at a daycare and put a sign on it like, take them home. Thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Yeah, nice. You've been amazing. Love, Rafa and Iggy, whatever. Yeah. I, I, like, I just feel like fresh produce... If they're not a mango person, they've got cherries as an option. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, do they want bits of crap? Things like personalized goods. Are they into that? Like what? I don't know. Like a key ring with the photo of the kid on it. No. Oh my God. Hard no. Hard no. That's really cringy. Yes. To think your kid is the special one that they want a fucking key ring off. They've probably got their own kids they've got a key ring off. Exactly. No, if I was a carer, especially at daycare, I would want booze. Or a liquor land voucher. Is that allowed? Of course. Well, I don't know. You oh. said there are all these freaking rules about stuff. I thought maybe there'd be some alcohol gifting rules. Oh, maybe. Fuck. I think a voucher is a great yeah, idea. Yeah, a voucher's Can't good. go wrong with a voucher. Not especially this time of year. Buy it from a place that's situated near the daycare that's mm-hmm. easy for them to get to. Yeah. Maybe a massage. Oh. Facial. Very bougie now. I know, but if you're... Six facials. (laughs) Six facials for y'all. Well, is there no way that you could combine and join forces with your kids' daycare friends' parents? See, daycare's different. I don't know. Do you have like... You don't have a WhatsApp. You don't really know the other parents, do you? No. Some of them, yes, but not as a... Not like Not as an entity. No, no. And it would be like, who do you get involved? Mm. And it would be a whole admin thing where I'd rather drop a hundred bucks, to be honest. I think I, yeah, I think I love the tray of mangoes. Box of cupcakes? Great. 
Box of donuts. Box of donuts. Yeah, something for the whole centre, like for all of y'all. Yes. So you don't miss anyone out. Yes. Okay. And if it's not their jam, that's cool. Yeah. There'll be another parent dropping off another thing of soy vegan cupcakes. Yeah. You know? They're going to fall apart, those cupcakes. They will. (laughs) No eggs to bind that shit. (laughs) Taste like cardboard, but that's cool. I know. It creeps up on me. Yeah, and it's another thing to the mental load. Because I tell you what, I bet... A very small percentage of the dads out there are thinking about this or worrying about this no. or considering it even. They're not out there going, oh, what do I get for the daycare teachers? Oh, but that's my kid's favourite daycare. But then there's that other one who's really kind. To- no, no, they, they like, don't think about this. They probably think, I pay for fucking daycare. They're doing their job. Happy Christmas. Legit. <laughs> Just a verbal thing. You know, I did see a mum on the gram post asking, are there any teachers or carers who follow me who would care to share what Mm. they like to receive and actually a large proportion of them said just even just a handwritten thank you card is lovely cool like i like (laughs) i kind of got the sense that they're not they don't want to take a basket of crap home correct they themselves are dragging their own asses across the finish line of this year too totally so that's why i think booze (laughs) yeah but revs what if I was Teddy's carer well, and you yeah. gave me a I bottle don't know of how booze? To relate to you. <laughs> I'd be like, cool, my husband will love that. <laughs> well, they could always re-gift. That's a gift they don't have to buy. Ooh, let's talk about re-gifting. Let's get into it. Don't know about the politics around re-gifting. Oh my God. One of my favorite receiving of a re-gift was when I'd had my second baby in mm-hmm. hospital and a really good friend of ours gave me some champagne and I pulled it out of the bag and it had a card at the bottom of the bag that they obviously hadn't seen to them. Oh, that's <laughs> so orky. Oh, that's so fun. I didn't mind at all because I was like, I get it. I've re-gifted booze many times. Yeah. Because if it's in a nice bag and it's all done and it's oh, a nice bottle of champagne, that- you're like, oh, sweet. That's so much easier if I just give them that than go buy a fresh one. Like, what's the difference? That's so cringy. It is so cringy. But I'm a fan of re-gifting. Why? Happy to receive a regift. Why not just donate it? Well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Okay, this is my feeling with regifting. Okay. When I give people gifts, yeah. whether it's for them directly or for their kids, yeah. I feel like it's a reflection on my taste. Oh, totally. Right? Yeah. I have to like it. Yes. What I'm giving them. Yes. It's like, I would buy this for me. Yeah. But I've bought it for you. <laughs> you should be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> But if there's something that I've been given and I don't necessarily love enough to use in my home or for my kids or whatever, I can't bring myself to re-gift it because then I'm like, then it's a reflection on you and it's a piece of shit. Yes. Ah! Because then then it's like, they're not going to like this. I don't even like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather donate it. But But when you hit the school age, you're going to have... Friends, I'm doing bunny ears with my fingers. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of friends, a lot of obligatory class parties where you don't care what the parents think of you. They're not your friends. This is just a convenient relationship with your kids. They're not going to be in your life. You're not going to care what they think. And you can re-gift it to them. Okay. That is a great story, though, about the card at the bottom of the wine. I've got a better one. Yeah. We got given for our wedding an experience. It was like one of those red balloon experiences, like a full day thing. I won't go into the details because I would die if I was going to embarrass someone. But it was like this thing that we was, we were gifted, which was a bit weird because we had a like a registry thing, not for stuff, but for our honeymoon. So it was like an off the registry. Yeah, gift. they went rogue and you're yeah. like, okay. Like, okay, thank you. And it was in a card and everything. And it had like a code number for this experience. So we went to book it in to do it. And it was like under a completely different name that was 
the person who gave it to us. Oh, that's awkward. And it was like, dear person who gave it to us from someone we never heard of. No. That they had re-gifted this oh. red balloon experience to us as a wedding gift. And we were like, we were like mortified because we we're like, oh, they thought they had to give us a gift so much. No, they, like, they just, they literally went, that's a dud experience. Let's handball it onto them. I know, but it's like, I, I get awkward about wedding gifts generally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, it's actually such a weird tradition. Yeah. And I even think if I had my time again, I wouldn't have any registry or anything. Because it's like, I don't think you should, I don't know. I'm funny about that stuff. Fair enough. But that was just like, oh, so cringe. Like, so cringe. So cringe that it's in their name to them from someone we've never heard of. Do you know what I find cringy? I had a friend who was one of those friends who was a little bit of a user and abuser. Yeah. Like, I felt very used as a friend. But anyway, she's not really in my life anymore. But she was, in inverted commas, an influencer. Quite a big following on the gram. Still a, bi- still a big following. I don't know. I've muted her. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. There's no trauma. <laughs> she used to gift me and things that brands had given her. I think that's fine. I think it's fine yeah. if you own it. Oh, right. Okay. But if you pretend oh, like you that you've bought it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our girlfriend, Claire, the good mum, like I remember there was one year for her birthday or something. One of her brothers-in-law's partners was an influencer in the beauty space and she brought her like this enormous box of beauty products and she was like yeah I got sent all this and I can't possibly use all these products have some and she and she was like fucking awesome yeah, this yeah, is great rad. but it's when people dress it up like they dress it. it up like they've bought it and they've been really generous and you know, that's when I'm like this is bullshit yeah, like yeah, you've yeah. just you're just palming shit off to me and it's like a random assortment of stuff that I could tell that she clearly didn't want oh, no. you know what I mean yeah so I think it's like if you buy a gift you have to be thoughtful yes. you can't just palm random stuff off We've all had the situation where our kids have been gifted a book that has an inscription to someone else. Have you had that? No. That's happened a million times to me. Why do people love re-gifting to you? Um, I don't know. I get it. It's Life is busy. You forget to get the present. It's Saturday morning. The party's in an hour. Fuck, what have we got? We can wrap. Let's make some wrapping paper and wrap up this whole thing. It's good. It's not wasteful. I'm all about it. Save money, save time, save waste. It's fine. I never like get offended mm. if something's being regifted to me or my kids. Fair enough. Yeah. If it came from like my sister or my mum or you, I'd be like, oi, what the fuck's this? Yeah. <laughs> you regifted to me. I would be much more offended to know that my gift got regifted on. Mm. Because I as we've discussed many times you take pride in gift giving take massive pride in gift giving i love it it's definitely my love language how i show love Mm. is gifts i'm very thoughtful i really keep my ear out for when someone likes something i try and make it meaningful i can't help myself i feel the same as you i feel like my a gift is a reflection of me and my taste and my feelings for people yeah so I put a lot of effort into it. Even the kids' gifts, even though I try and keep them under 20 bucks for kids' parties because it's just obscene otherwise. It's hard to do that. Yeah. But then if I know it's been gifted on, mm. I'm like, oh, I get a bit offended. Didn't nail it. Didn't nail it. They didn't like it. They re-gifted. <sighs> brutal. Yeah, brutal. Do you have a spot in your house, now that you're doing a spring clean, where you keep bags, wrapping paper, ribbons, blah, 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 and reuse? Well, I've talked about this before. I can't remember if I've talked about this on the potty or just on the gram, but I've gotten into fabric wrapping. No, but you must receive gifts in paper and wrapping and bags. Yeah, so paper, I love gift bags. Yeah. 
I keep them yeah, really reuse neatly, them. reuse them, yeah. pass them on. Yeah. Wrapping paper gets ripped. Yeah, like yeah. there's no salvaging wrapping paper, especially when your children are opening it. Yeah. I'm loving the fabric wrap. Yeah, cool. Really into it. Yeah, you're 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 an eco warrior. There's no I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm a wannabe eco-warrior. I don't want anyone looking to me for advice on being environmentally friendly because I am far from perfect. But am I making little changes every year? Yes, I'm trying my best. But fabric wrapping, it's aesthetically pleasing as well. It ticks all the boxes. It's so pretty. No mess. Faster to wrap with a fabric wrap than it is wrapping paper. Yeah. No tape needed. Nope. It's what? efficient as hell. Good. I might do a tutorial on the gram. <gasps> do a fucking reel, babe. Do I do a reel? Do a reel. So I had my first experience of Rafa being confronted with a social dilemma. <gasps> and I'm realizing that the problems you have with a newborn and toddler are so different to the problems you have as your kid gets older. Yeah, as they become a kid and a person. Yes, and one is neither harder than the other. I do feel like as your kid gets older, like Rafa's three and a half, she's so much more independent. She can dress herself, she can feed herself, like not without all the nagging, like that all comes with the territory. But for the first time, I'm being confronted with her feelings getting hurt. Mm. And it's so different to a problem that a baby or a toddler might have where they're chucking a tantrum over something truly irrational, like cutting a sandwich into squares when they wanted it to be triangles. Wanting you know? purple ice cream. Exactly. Yeah. Rafa had a birthday party on the weekend of a little girl who lives on our street and they're really good friends. They live across the road from each other. Every now and then they share a nanny. We're really close with the family. Great friends. Now she was turning five. So there's a little bit of an age gap. So Rafa's three and a half, five, but they get on really well. Anyway, it was her birthday party. And of course, Rafa was stoked to be invited. I hyped her up. I was like, you're going to Ella's birthday party. She's like, Ella's birthday. And I took her to the mall and she was so excited to pick out a present for Ella. Like, I was actually really proud of her because we walked through a toy aisle Mm. and not once did she say, mommy, can I have this? Mommy, I want this. She was like, oh, oh, mommy, I think Ella would love this. Or Ella would like genuinely was on a mission to buy Ella the best birthday present. Cut to Ella's party. Of course, Ella's invited her daycare friends, her family friends, other friends that Rafa has no part of. Mm And, of course, they're closer to her age. So they're five-year-olds. Oh, God, I see where this is going. And, of course, Rafa was just tearing around, trying to keep up with them. And they, they're they a gang, right? They're a mob. They, like, got together. And probably Ella's, like, real-life besties were yeah. there. <laughs> and they're running off together. And Rafa was wearing this, like, bright yellow dress with tulle. And I could just see this little girl in yellow, like, trying to keep up with the pack. Oh, my God. To give you more context, we're at a trampoline park okay. called Jumped, where there's, like, 100 million trampoline. It's fucking chaos. Yeah. And the kids were just doing laps, just running from fucking corner to corner. And then there was like little three and a half year old Rafa in yellow just trying to keep up. And at one point I could just see her stop and just everything dropped. Her chin, her expression, her shoulders. She just looked so sad. Oh no. And she walked over to me with that like trembling lip. And she was like, mommy, I can't keep up with them. And Ella doesn't want to play with me. And she was heartbroken. And I had to kind of explain to her like, Honey, it's her birthday party and 
all of these people here are her friends too. Mm. And she's like, but Ella won't hold my hand. And I'm like, I know she normally would yeah. when she comes over to our house or you go over to her house and you have that one-on-one time. But, you know, you're kind of not cool to her. <laughs> like you're like this younger kid. Devastating. I Like my heart broke for her. Oh and I, she was so excited for this party and she spent half of it crying. I mean, stage one of a resilience journey for the rest of her life about female friendship. Hungy P. You know, Fuck. there was no avoiding it. There was no talking around it. Like no. I certainly wasn't going to take Ella aside no. and be like, hey, mate, no. play with my kid. No, no, or no, 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 Like, no. of course not. No. But really getting on Rafa's level and trying to explain it to her so that in a way that she could understand was mm. it really challenged me. Yeah, it's hard. And it's hard. trying to explain it in her language and as did well. Did you feel you had to fight an instinct to fix it? No, because I there was no fixing yeah. it. Like yeah. I like I said, I was never gonna step in. Yeah. But it it hurt my heart because for the first time I saw her feelings hurt. And the worst part was no one was being mean to her. It's just that social scenario. Just that group dynamic. It is. Older kids. Yes. So I really can relate on a different scale, I guess. Isla has a bully at school. She has a bully. She's got a bully. Someone who's picked her out. Wait, wait, wait. Is our girl Isla at the receiving end of bullying behavior? She's being bullied. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I, know. I can't handle this. I know. It's not cool. She can handle it. I'm incredibly proud of her, but it has been really hard. No. She needs it like a hole in the head this year. Yeah. She's going through a really tough time. There was a point where I was grateful for homeschool because she got a break from this person. Jesus. It's a classic female friendship dynamic problem where there's three friends mm. and it doesn't work with girls. Quite obvious from the outset. I've witnessed it firsthand, <gasps> as has Isla's dad and we decided that we would see out the year and not make a big deal about it because we're so close to the end of the year. But we have requested that she's not in that person's class next year. So you can request that, can you? Can you can request it. They don't make any promises. Yeah. But you can sort of say like, hey, we've not made a fuss about this and we've tried to let her handle this on her own. But it's but, been an ongoing issue. But it's been an ongoing thing and we think this is not a productive dynamic for Isla's education. So we would like her in a different class. Heavy. Heavy. It's triggering because I was bullied in primary school. Mm. So it triggers my own shit. And I've had to go, don't project. Don't make this about your situation or your experience. Like maybe it's not as bad as you think. Like don't run to that. But you know, when I hear specifics and when I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, it confirms it. It confirms it. And it's just like this person has something in for my kid. And it's hard to watch. That's horrible. But this person is also seven. So, you know, you can't, like, I've got a really strong philosophy on not shitting on kids. No. Like, even though it's, I'm hurting for my baby. Yeah. This person is still seven. Yeah. And she doesn't know better. She doesn't know better. And she's in her own family dynamic and there'll be a reason or whatever. All I can do, it's not my job to protect Isla from the world. It's my job to arm her with tools to face the world. Right? Yeah. So that's where I've been focusing my energy is like, how can I help Isla try and rise above this bully. So what have you been saying? What conversations so are you So I've done lots of reading. Yeah. The biggest bit of advice that has really stuck and really helped my girl is Rebecca Sparrow. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. She does all this sort of work around this exact topic. Her thing is the biggest thing to disarm a bully is to say, that's not cool and walk away. 
Ooh. Because it's not saying you've hurt my feelings. So it's not sort of letting them in or getting that reaction. Yeah. It's not I'm going to dob on you or tell on you, which can cause further friction. It's just saying, you know what? That's really uncool. You're being really mean. Just labeling the behavior yep. and walking away. Love it. So Isla's learned that. We've yep. practiced it. We've role played it. Did you do it. role play? We've role played it. Oh and Teddy's God. picked it up too, which is cool. Um, and she does it and you know it's hard for her but it gives her something to do yeah it's a tool it's a tool in that moment but um yeah it's hard like this person excludes her says you can't play with us you can't go she ends up like sitting by herself it's hard isn't it yeah because saying hey that's not cool doesn't fix the exclusion right because then she still has to be the bigger person and walk away while the bully flanked by her mates are like all right right, it's not cool but we're still going to play together and you're not going to play with us you know it's she doesn't win in the moment but she wins the fucking war right like yes. you don't win the battle win the war she's going to win life because she's going to be so resilient and she's going to have that kind of interpersonal skill i guess but fuck it hurts your heart oh man my heart is broken the idea of her sitting by herself or anyone being mean to her or having a cry in the bathroom which she's told me she's done oh. it's just so hard to bear but yeah anyway fucking roll on the summer holidays for my poor little baby girl it's so exhausting and they're not even on devices yet no like imagine when that follows you home i can't i'm so stressed about it i lived for years thinking our kids generation there's not going to be bullying because it's been stamped out it's no tolerance policy you know blah 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 but it's worse i actually think it's worse female friendship is complicated we know that like we've been in them our whole Mm. lives and it starts young it's it's the cliche is there girls are mean to each other and sometimes it's because they're really into each other yeah it's really cool yeah. like, i actually think this person really likes isla and i think mm. she wants her attention or is it's something else is going on i actually think in a couple of years they might end up being really good friends but it, female friendship is just so complicated fuck if anyone has good resources please put them in the facebook yes, group yes i want to know about it all yeah obviously it won't be just girls i'm sure there are boys out of there of course it's nuanced yeah. and it's very layered and there's always exceptions to the rule yeah but it's that cliche is a cliche for a reason like it exists and you're not wrong that girls are meaner generally speaking yeah you know it's funny i had this random conversation the other day you've just reminded me when we were talking about housemates and someone asked me have you ever lived with girls like in a in a flat sharing situation with just girls or just boys or both like what was your experience and surprisingly i was like i much preferred living with boys Mm than girls and she was really surprised by that because I'm a fastidious very tidy organized person and generally speaking boys are not especially in their early 20s they're kind of feral fucking gross but what I found harder about flat sharing with women is the passive aggressiveness the The cloud of passag that you live under it's a thick fog Yeah, yeah yeah you know no one says it like it is. Yeah. It's this, it's the snide remarks. Yeah. Trying to be chill, but actually you're fed up. Bitching about whoever behind their back, letting (sighs) it fester. The minute I lived with boys and I lived with three boys in the crack shack, as we've talked about before, boys are like, Oi, fucking pick up your shit. (laughs) All right. Oi, it's your turn to clean the bog. All right. Like, I don't, like, yeah, it's just yeah. so basic. It's just like, so straightforward. And nothing is taken personally. Yeah. And I was able to manage the boys like that. Like, yeah. I got a whiteboard and I was like, fucking drawing up chores. 
And people just did it. And if you didn't, you could tell them and it didn't mm. turn into this whole, oh my God, can you believe that Gemma said this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bitch yeah. behind their back and yeah. she's trying to be controlling and she thinks she's the queen bee. Yeah. <laughs> like boys don't care. They're like, oh, fucking Gem told me, uh, yeah, my turn. She's not wrong. Gem's my new mum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking, isn't that a whole That's the dynamic. Thing? That's yeah. the dynamic. But easier to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Because it's productive. Yeah. Girls, oh my God. Oh my God. It's a very complicated, sticky web of emotions that you have to navigate through. It's exhausting. Then your shark week sinks up. Oh, Jesus. It's on for young and old. You've done house sharing with (laughs) quite the blend of uh, housemates. I've also lived three times with (laughs) ex-boyfriends. As in, I dated them, we'd broken up, whatever, water under the bridge, and then they'd become flatmates or sublet my other flatmate's room. That was fun. When my flatmate was like, oh, I'm going on tour for a few months, but um, blah, blah is going to come sublet. I'm like, oh, my ex-boyfriend? Cheers for checking that one over with me. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, those bohemian days. Look, we've all done it. We've all done it. I was reminiscing about the times when you and I would only wear op shop clothes. Only. Exclusively. It was the best. It was our brand. It really was. We were three. Thrifty, stinky queens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I've got the best Knott's Bonnie this week. Is it time? Yes. I've got a chocolate, a chocolate treat. Really rogue, but I'm here for it. It's not rogue. No, it is. For you, it is. Is it? Yeah. All right. Well, they're at Coles, Woolies, Servos, whatever. Guys, no. Goliath again. Chill out. I'm supporting the man. It doesn't matter. This is so good. Now, I don't generally like a spin on a classic. You know when it's like vanilla Coke Mm -hmm. or like lime twisties or something rogue? I'm always like, yeah, just go for the OG. I recently tried the new Mars bar raspberry smash flavor. Whoa. Sounds weird, right? Really weird. Caramel chocolate nougat, but like make it raspberry. Sounds weird. But it's a raspberry tart or more jammy. I'll get to it. Okay. It's life affirming, Gem. It's the most delicious chocolate I've ever had in my life. That is a massive call. It's like orgasmic. I hope you're prepared to stand by this call. And I need you DLs to go out and buy it because I fear it's not going to be in high rotation for long. I feel like it's like they're trying it out. I saw it on special for a dollar the other day and I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, this can't be happening. I got to buy a box. No, I reckon that's too left field. It's not going to stick around. Stop. Get on my train. All right. DLs, go on then. Off your trot. Buy your raspberry. Okay, don't listen to Johnny. She's being a naysayer. Look, I tried this with chocolate Mentos. What? Yes. What's chocolate Mentos? It's so good. It tastes like a Rolo and now it's off the shelves. Oh, shit. I tried to buy them out of it at every Woolworths and Coles. Yeah. You couldn't do it. You couldn't mobilize on your own. I really couldn't. I think the DLs can mobilize. They got us into the top 10 podcasts of the year. I think they can keep raspberry smash Mars bars in rotation. You're not wrong, Rebs. I, I believe you to be right. We did, we... <laughs> Podcast talk. <laughs> we did it with the Listerine, you guys. That's true. Every time I go to buy that, it's sold out now. Thanks a million. But seriously, it's delicious. The nougat is raspberry. Okay. So the caramel is still there. The chocolate's the same. You still didn't answer my question. It's not jammy. It's the nougat. Okay. But is the raspberry flavor of the nougat tart or jammy? There's a difference. Oh, I see. It's jammy. So sweet. Sweet. Yeah. It's a chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought maybe they'd go more of a tart flavor to counter the caramel and the chocolate of a Mars bar. It's not overly sweet sweet it's not sickly sweet like you're like fuck yeah the first bite is fucking orgasmic if you're pregnant 
get one of these. <laughs> like this will hit the fucking pregnant G spot like nothing else. It's a real craving master. Yum. They're really good. My fridge is full of them now because I'm like, just chuck them in there. They're the best snack ever. Kids love them. Real treat. Great. I'll give it a go. Raspberry Mars. Look, I'm a Mars bar fan. If you're the kind of person who <laughs> does like home done cold rock. Yes. Are you that person? Yes. You get out the ice cream and you smush candy through your ice cream. Yes. This would slap. Okay. I'm going to make a big batch of it. It's going to be my Christmas. Christmas treat. I'm getting on board. Yeah, I'm going to get you some. I'm going to chuck in a spoonful of Milo. Fuck yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> Frankenfoods for Christmas. Hell yeah. You got one for me? Hit me with your nuts bun. I said hit me with your nuts bun. Do, do, do. No, you were very careful. <laughs> I've shared this on the gram and I think it deserves a spot in our not spawn segment oh, on the potty. Some top billing. Luna Vista. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Good one. Love a homewares. I've redone my cushions, guys. I've no. I've gone rogue. You haven't. It looks great. <laughs> but it's colour. It's it's colour, but it's not like primary colours. Yeah, it's it's muted. Yeah, they're muted tones, but there's colour. Revs, I got blue. I got green. Blue. What? It's sea foam. <laughs> no, it is. Anyway, I don't want to shit on this because it's a beautiful brand. It's and periwinkle. Cool. Okay, okay. Periwinkle. It's beautiful. Okay. If you love Moroccan homewares, mm, which we all do, especially floor cushions, couch cushions, rugs, mm. Luna Vista is where it's at. And if you're local to the Northern Beaches, which we know a lot of DLs are, Manly Markets. I know the owner, Jess, does a few other markets as well, but you'll have to check the Insta. But, oh, she is, you know how we love a curated anything? Yeah. Her curation of Moroccan homewares is spot on. And they're silk. They're really beautiful yeah, they're quality. they're cactus They'd silk. They'd make a great gift. Yeah. Oh, such a good gift. Yeah. And not only that, but I've bought cactus silk cushions before from elsewhere. Yeah. And the cushion stuffing, oh. all wrong. Oh. But Jess has nailed the cushion stuffing. Oh, it's high qual. It's high qual, but it's made of down or feathers, yeah, whatever. Nice. So that you can do the karate chop yeah. and it sits nicely. Very Shayna Blaze. Yes. Love that for you. Yes. So Luna Vista, check it out. You'd be supporting a small female run business. Yes. And we're all for that because I need to counter Rev supporting Coles and Woolworths Goliath. When's it going to pay off for me? When is the big guy going to call yeah. and be like, here is some devil dollars? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? We should turn up Woolies and Coles. They should be sponsoring our potty. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah. Fight each other out. Let's, yes. Let's get a bidding The water. highest bidder wins a spot on the podcast. <laughs> My tastes are for sale. <laughs> you know what? They're like, we don't need to give them any money. They fucking support us no matter what. <laughs> it's true. That's how they own us. Okay, let's not get neg. All right. Guys. Let's manifest the good shit. Let's manifest the good shit into our lives. We are halfway through December. We are only four more breakdowns from the end of the year. <sighs> deep breaths deep breaths everyone we're gonna get there yeah. we're gonna hang get in there. there folks i know december while it can be festive and fun for a lot of people it can be hell it can be others. frenetic it can draw out some fucking dark shit yeah there's family members you don't want to see you know it can be a dark time it can be a fraught complicated time yes. so we see you we love you drink through it babes self-medicate <laughs> <laughs> Medical advice. Medical advice. We love you. Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. What the fuck? That was just on my brain. No, let's do it again. Let's do it properly. Hark to the bells. 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 Hark to the b
to the bells, high sounding bells. Oh, how they ring. Christmas is here. This is Pedro. We're so proud. She would froth. Shut it down. Love ya.